Okay, get ready. Here it comes. And that was the sound of a whistle, a boat whistle, one that can be heard several times each day on the downtown Wilmington waterfront. It belongs to the boat, the Wilmington. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the first podcast in a new series entitled Retiring on the Cape Fear. This podcast is focused on talking to people about the places to go, the things to do, the events to attend, and even the characters that make the Cape Fear region a great place to retire. I'm David Shikavage, your host for this podcast, and I thought there would be no one better to launch the podcast than a gentleman who spends each day helping people see and appreciate the Cape Fear River itself. I want to welcome to the program Doug Springer, founder of Wilmington Water Tours. And if you've been downtown on the river, you have doubtlessly seen their blue and white boats going up and down the river each day. Welcome, Doug. Well, David, thank you very much for the great introduction and this opportunity. Well, tell us about Wilmington Water Tours. What is it? How did you get started? Well, it started off as an idea. And my wife and I had been fortunate enough to move back to Wilmington. We both had lived here back in the 1970s. And we actually went for a walk on our anniversary, walked downtown by the old, what used to be Cape Fear Technical Institute, now it's Cape Fear Community College, looked upriver and saw that somebody had a vision for the town. They were cleaning up the North End, something that I never thought would happen in my lifetime. And it stuck with me. I got home. I was still in that corporate world, you know, worked in the corporate world for 20 years and getting ready to get on that plane again that afternoon. And I told my wife, Diane, I said, we've got to be a part of this. We've got to figure it out. And I happened to look down at my little boat sitting in the river. We live on the Northeast Cape Fear, Lorelei. And I said, let's put Lorelei to work. It's not fair that she can stay here while I've got to fly out and be gone every week. She never blinked, didn't bat an eye and said, do it. So it took a little while to get out from under the corporate world, but pretty shortly, within six months, we'd started a small company using Lorelei, six-passenger boat, and got very much involved in the river and got involved with a group here at Cape Fear River Watch. Next thing I knew, I was the river keeper. I was involved with a lot of people. And the reoccurring theme I kept telling my wife was, this river used to be the main economic engine in the state of North Carolina. It can be that again. And after saying that for two years, she looked at me again and said, Doug, you can't say it any longer if you don't do something about it. So that was kind of the catalyst and the thought process that went into creating a larger company, Wilmington Water Tours. And what does Wilmington Water Tours do? Well, currently we have two vessels. We have a 49-passenger catamaran that we had custom built. Very efficient vessel. We can do a lot of different things with her. We do everything from, we'll probably do 300 private events this year. And this is our 10th year of operation. We do a lot of education events with the kids. We do daily tours. We do sunset cruises. We really mix it up. And one of the things that we did when we first looked at this potential business, our marketing research said that we weren't a tourist town. It was the 80-20 rule the other way around. We had to be part of this community, this growing community, people moving here. So we tailor our product to that market. The other vessel we have is a little water taxi called the Busy Bee. And we were just awarded a three-year contract to service the Battleship North Carolina and their new facility. They just built a half a million dollar beautiful dock over there. So that's the other piece of our business. And I think the Busy Beat not only stops at the base of Market Street, but even visits some of the growing number of hotels that seem to dot the waterfront. It does. We have four basic stops right now. The hotel district, we call it, Market Street, 
Chandler's Wharf, where the Riverwalk begins, and then the battleship. But our vision for that piece of the business is that one day you'll fly into the airport here in Wilmington, you'll take a little shuttle down to the river instead of going to the rental car lot, get on a water taxi, and never have to get into a car. That's the bigger vision. I've done that in Boston, so why can't we do it here? We're going to do it here. And I'll I'll mention to folks, I know a lot of people have trepidation about boats and getting on, and it's going to be rough. The Wilmington, with that catamaran design with two holes and a big space underneath, a space by which I was the first one to kayak underneath, (laughs) um, you feel very stable in that boat. And not only that, it has a great bathroom, and even better, it has a really nice bar. So all the comfort. (laughs) you could desire on a boat. Yeah. You know, we really lucked out on building that boat. And what it was is we probably couldn't have afforded to build that vessel if it hadn't been for the recession. And when everything tanked, we saw it as an opportunity. It was much cheaper to build a vessel such as this. And we had the confidence that things were going to go up and only up. So we were able to build the boat for probably two thirds the cost that we would have incurred a year earlier. So that's one of the things I would really encourage people to do is to really always look for that opportunity because it's always there. I know the Wilmington, the big boat, does a variety of tours, a wide variety. What are some of the tours? What are some of the things you do on that? It is a wide variety. And the reason it is as broad as it is is because we're trying to service the community. We haven't sold anything until somebody comes back on that boat. So we do everything from, like we have historians like Chris Fonville on the boat. We have wine tastings. We do a lot. Our biggest customer may surprise people, but it's the big developments in the area, the Brunswick Forest here. And when they talk to somebody about potentially moving here, they send them out on our boat and we get to show them their new backyard. For Chris Fonville, what kind of tours does he give? Well, he's a historian and he does a lot of Civil War related tours, but also Revolutionary Wars. We've talked about the Liberty Ship building phase here and the moth. And the fun thing about that is we learn from him and others. We really mix it up. One of my favorite things that we did is we did a five-part series and we brought out five different underwater archaeologists that had discoveries on the river. We installed some high-scan sonar, advanced sonar on our vessel, and we went out and tried to rediscover their previous finds on the river. For instance, at one time in the 1980s, there was a shipwreck discovered on the Northeast Cape Fear. At that time, it was the oldest shipwreck on the East Coast, and we found it again. We really mix it up. We go to the Black River. That's a four-hour trip. We go to Brunswick Town. We do trips with the Power Squadron, educational trips where we go to Carolina Beach. So we really try to mix you it up. You go up through the Lock and Dam, too, don't you? We have. We were doing trips all the way up to Lock and Dam 1, but that's an all-day trip for us to go up there and back. And we've gotten so busy, it's really hard for us to do some of those longer trips. We do run year-round. That was also part of our business model, you know, not being a tourist-based business. We felt that we needed to run year-round. And so on the off-season, sometimes we have a chance to do some of those longer trips. If I've retired here, and one thing I know a lot of people that retire here experience is that once all their friends and relatives from wherever they move from find out they have a place down near the beach, they come to visit. You have a lot of shorter tours or daily excursions that might fit that as well. What are those like? We do. Our daily cruises, typically on a weekend, we do what we call an early flight excursion, and we go up the Northeast Cape Fear. It's one of our two black rivers. It's a two-hour trip. 
And because it's a black river, you may not know about black rivers, but they're dark in color but very clear water. As a result of that, the ospreys can build their nest on the banks of the river. So we've watched a colony of birds up there for about 15 years. We do that Friday and Saturdays. And then we come back and we run trips on the hour all day long, going south by the state ports, show them that. And then we go north and get behind Eagles Island, which is the island directly across from Wilmington where the battleship is located. And that's all in conservation. So we get to talk about the rice culture, the ecology. We do those during the day. And then we do a sunset trip with live music. And those are so popular that they're sold out all the way through August right now. And so we've had to add other trips. So we run sunset trips every day of the week except Monday now. Actually, I think one day I did play Hammer Dulcimer on the, uh, you on did. the thing with you. Or you're what? always welcome to come the, back. Those hour trips, if you've got friends in town and you're just like, it's a Saturday afternoon, you should call and see and just take a trip. It's a great treat for visitors. Yeah. Of course, the other thing that people do is that they often have grandkids come visit them. And what kind of activities would they enjoy? Well, with the grandchildren, since I have a grandson myself and three on the way, um, I'm definitely focused on that. But the younger children do quite well on almost any of our trips, you know, especially the morning trip and the hour trips. But we've also done things such as pirate school, where, you know, we would take the kids out and train them how to be a proper pirate, you know. We're always trying to find something new for the children and a reason to come back the next time, you know, when they do come. So, Doug, with so many cruises up and down the river, short ones and long ones, you must see a lot of interesting things. What are some of the neat things you've seen or people might expect on their cruise on a good day? Well, normally when I'm asked that, I usually refer to somebody that's been on the boat, but we do see a lot of wildlife. People are really surprised. You know, we have black bear on the river. We have otters. We have a great variety of birds, including bald eagles. And you see some spectacular things, some of the interactions between the eagles and the ospreys. But one of the things that really has stuck with me is that I really have the opportunity to watch the change. We're seeing such change on the river. Everything from the impact of the waters being warmer, you know, and the osprey not migrating now. We've had so much rains. We have trees that we had thought have been dead for over 20 years are coming back now. And so it gives me the opportunity to bridge somewhat of a difficult conversation sometimes with some people about things such as global warming and try to put them in a non-threatening position where maybe we can get them to at least realize that things are changing. So those are the kind of things that I tend to focus on. But there's always a surprise. We had beautiful pod of bottlenose dolphin in the river yesterday. And then an hour later, we saw an alligator swimming in the same spot. So where else would you ever see that? I know the alligators on the river are fun, particularly when you're in a kayak, you know. And the business itself, I know you've got two boats. How big is it? How many people? Well, it's kind of surprising. During the season, probably six months of the year, we have about 35-plus employees. We have people that have started off as mates, and now they've worked their way up. They're our captains now. So that development piece is so rewarding. My personal goal in life is that this company will be an employee-owned company one day. 35 people, that's a sizable business for Wilmington. And I also know from our conversations over the years, you've got a vision for the waterfront and what it could be, what it has been and what it could be in the future. Tell us about that. What I tell a lot of people as we look across the river that anywhere you look, you're going to see a reminder of our history. We have 37 abandoned ships, boilers, and engines that are on the historic register directly across from Wilmington on Eagles Island. 
But I tell them if you'll squint your eyes and look a little bit closer, you'll see an opportunity for the future. Such as, on that side of the river, why shouldn't we have a river walk extending from the battleship North Carolina to the Cape Fear Memorial Bridge, divided up into three sections, each representing 100 years of time? Uh, you could go to the battleship and then walk through time, see what the harbor looked like during the Revolutionary War, the antebellum Civil War period, and then what I like to call the steamboat era. And then put the business wrap on that and market 100 years of time to three different companies here, and away we go. And once we get hundreds of thousands of people coming to see that, then we'll buy the rest of the island. That would be good. And there is a lot of potential down there. People don't realize what that side of the river looked like if you go back to one of those periods. All the businesses and warehouses and mm -hmm. turpentine factories and things like that. And that shipbuilding. It was an active harbor. Well, one of the things I ask everybody is to tell us something special about Wilmington that they know of that they think other people should see. And Doug's going to tell us about his, but first I want to take a break and give us a chance to hear briefly from our sponsor. This episode of Retiring on the Cape Fear is brought to you by Carolina Retirement Planners. Located right here in Wilmington, they are devoted to helping people with the financial aspects of retirement, including income planning, investments, tax, legacy, and long-term care planning. And our quick tip of the week this week involves Social Security. Not only when, but how you start your Social Security benefits can make a big difference in how much money you might collect in retirement. If you would like to get a list of the tips and tools you can use to help you maximize your Social Security, go to the website retiringonthecapefear.com, click on the show notes for this first episode, and download your copy today. Now back to the show. Now, Doug, I want to get the item that you have that you'd like to share. But first, I'd like to just say something. You know, I have certain things about Wilmington that when I meet visitors and all and they say, what should I do? I tell them things to go and see. And probably the number one thing I tell them to do is go down to Wilmington mm -hmm. Water Tours and get on the boat and take an hour-long trip on the river. If they're here in Wilmington, that will just make their whole trip. So what do you suggest to people? Well, currently... I, without a doubt, encourage people to go over to the battleship and walk the new Veterans Memorial walkway surrounding the ship. My grandson, who's three and a half years old, he comes and spends the weekend with us, and we'll do everything. We'll take him to the aquarium. We'll go to the railroad museum. We'll spend the whole day. And the next morning when he wakes up, he's, Pop, I want to go back to the battleship. It's great. Young children can run. They can get some exercise. I guarantee you they're going to see an alligator. And to get that perspective of standing in front of that, the battleship is absolutely amazing. So without a doubt, I tell people to go over there. It's actually open to the public. It's free of charge. You really shouldn't miss it. Even if you've been to the battleship 100 times, you need to go check it out. And that's a new addition. That's it's a new addition. They spent $20 million building a cofferdam surrounding the ship. And being smart about it, they were also invested further into this beautiful walkway next to the cofferdam surrounding the ship as an attraction. Well, thank you. And if people are interested in Wilmington Water Tours, they want to see your schedule, learn more, book a trip, where can they reach you? How can they reach you? WilmingtonWaterTours.net is very easy. And then, you know, we're usually at the top of the list on TripAdvisor and almost any Google search for water-based activities in, in Wilmington. Well, I want to thank you very much for coming in and joining us here on our first podcast, launching our podcast, so to speak. If you are on 
on one of Doug's tours and you look over and see a guy in an orange kayak fishing for gar wave, that's probably me. Also, if you know of someone who should be on this podcast to let us know about some things going on in the Cape Fear that a lot of people that retire here would want to know about, go to the show notes and drop us an email from the show notes at retiringonthecapefear.com. You can also go to this episode, episode one, and on the show notes, see pictures of Doug and the boats and also links to his website as well. So with that, I want to thank you very much, Doug. And and, uh, we will see you on the river. Because today's show is being sponsored by a retirement planner, we have to share with you the following disclosures. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Carolina Retirement Planners, LLC are not affiliated companies. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. And the information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Carolina Retirement Planners, LLC. Hey, David, what lies at the bottom of the ocean and twitches? I don't know what lies on the bottom of the ocean and twitches. A nervous wreck.